0: On the Inside Story Podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers, when we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 Inside Story Podcast listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you are here. Man, I'm going to start off the top of the show with a little inside story for you right away. I am actually recording this sitting inside my car at about eight o'clock at night, waiting for my daughter to um, get out of dance class. It is just one of those things where Monday nights I have to be over here and I have to sit in a parking lot for an hour while she takes her dance class because there's nothing really I can go do and get done in that time frame, so I just sit here and check a few more things off my list. So today, or tonight, this is what I'm going to do. I'm sitting here with my phone, um, and I'm just recording this podcast, talking to myself, talking to you guys into the phone um, to record this episode. So kind of different for me. I normally am in my studio. I normally and all... You know, officially podcast gear and all of that kind of fun stuff, um, but not tonight. Tonight I'm bringing this to you sort of unplugged, so if you hear strange noises or horns honking or <laughs> traffic go by, you know what's really going on, okay? So there's the inside story for you on how we are recording this particular episode. I'm really excited about this topic. This is something It's really just this episode is going to be a really practical episode that you can hopefully use as you develop yourself as a storyteller. And this is something that I use all the time so that I really never run out of stories to tell. And people are always saying, April, where do you come up with all these stories? How do you have this many ideas? And here's the secret. This is my secret hack. And it's all around developing and building a story bank. And I'm going to walk you through really step-by-step step how to do that. Now, it's going to look and sound a little bit different for, for you than it does me. I'm going to give you a lot of different examples of how it could work for you. You know, you're going to have to try it out and test it and just see what does work for you. What, um, how can you begin to build your own story bank? But the whole concept of a story bank is really uh, you know, what it sounds like. You really want to begin to document some of your stories so that you can begin to use them. And I say this all the time that a really good quality and skill set of a storyteller is someone who is very self-aware and very aware and alert also uh, regarding their surroundings. So not just being self-aware around things that are going on with you, but being aware and having a heightened sense of, you know, of awareness around things that are going on in your everyday. So there are stories that are around you really literally right under your nose. And unless you're consciously and intentionally trying to build your story bank, chances are those stories are just flying right on by and they're not really being preserved and you're not saving them for later. So a story bank is exactly that. It's just a place for you to document those little things that happen, little conversations that happen throughout the day. Maybe it's a It's an interaction or an exchange that you have. Maybe it's a feeling. Maybe it's a photograph that brings back some sort of memories. It can be a lot of different things, and you want to create a story bank that will allow you to memory jog that story later on down the road when you have more time to actually sit and develop the story. This can start to look a lot of different ways, and I'm just going to give you kind of a list of examples of how you could begin to create your own story bank. One way is that you could um, snap a photograph, like take a photo of something in that moment and just have it on your phone. So your camera roll on your phone can be a really powerful story bank. And especially, and I'm going to give you an exercise here in just a few minutes where you actually go back through your camera phone to find some of those stories after you've taken the photo. But for the first step is just as you go throughout your day or as you're noticing things or as things are kind of getting on your radar because you're being so much more alert and aware of like, oh yeah, that could be a really cool story. I want to document this moment. Simply take a quick picture, take a photo on your phone and then file that away. All right. So that's one way that you can do step one of beginning to build a story bank. Another way that you can begin to build a story bank is by simply carrying around a little notebook with you, like a a little flip notebook that you might carry in your bag or your purse or carry around in your car. And as again, as you're going throughout your day, you take pen to paper and you just jot down a few words or something that's again, going to help you later jog up that memory so that you recall the actual thing that you're trying to preserve as a future story. So you can also do this, maybe if you don't want to do pen to paper and you're more of a digitally electronically inclined person, you can do this as notes on your phone. Um, And honestly, if I'm being honest with you, I really do all three. I definitely take photos and have those on my phone. I will carry around a notebook with me in my purse and I always have something that I can write something down on so that I can make a little note just to save for later. And if I don't have any of those things readily available, of course, I always have my phone, which I could take a picture, but maybe a picture isn't gonna do it. I just need to write down words. I will pull up the notes section on my phone and just jot down the few things that I want to remember about that particular story. So that is just part one of creating a story bank. You can save videos. You could save magazine articles or digital articles that you're coming across online. Um, You could save just about anything into your story bank as long as it's going to serve the purpose of later jogging your memory about that particular story so that you can do and move into step number two, which is actually then going back. Well, actually, stop. Um, that's not true. That's not going to be step number two. That's actually going to be step number three. I got ahead of myself. And so eventually you're going to go back to your story bank and then pull out those pictures, pull out those notes, pull out the, the writings that you have, and begin to actually flesh out the story. But here's what really is step number two. Because now, if you if you're like me, and you've got photos on your phone, and you've got scrap pieces of paper flying around in your purse, and or you have some notes on your phone, you want to actually start to to marry all of those ideas into one place. So this is step two of building your story bank, and that is begin to migrate all of those um, ideas and those memory joggers into one central location. Now, once again, this is going to look different for you than maybe it does for me, but I'm going to share with you what I do and what works for me and in case it's something that would work for you too. Again, this could look like a master notebook or a master file on your computer. It could be a a spreadsheet or a Google document. What I do personally is I have a Trello board. Now, if you're not f- familiar with Trello, it's basically a visual project management system that, quite honestly, I use for my entire business. Everything I do inside of Lightbeamers, including managing this podcast, is done on a Trello board. So, I'm not, this won't be a Trello training, but I'm just going to tell you what I use, and that's Trello. So, Trello for me allows me to create individual list and cards. And on my list, my my board that I build is for my story bank. And on my list, it might be different types of stories that I wanna, you know, I'm always kind of looking for because there are definitely categories that I play in over and over again in in this world at Light Beamers and the types of stories that I want to be sharing with my audience. So I have different lists that I keep, different categories. And then inside Trello, I can create an individual card uh, for each of those categories for my individual story idea. So when I have my little scattered sheets of paper in my purse or a notebook, I have my digital notes on my uh, phone, and maybe I have those photos from my phone or snapshots that I've taken or articles that I have saved, Eventually, what I do is I migrate all of those over to Trello so that I have it all in one place. That is so key. <laughs> Otherwise, you're kind of going to be scrambled and building a story bank can, you know can kind of get out of control because you've got a lot of things in a lot of different places. So eventually, you want to put that all in one place. Then you're going to move to step three, right? And step three is around spending some time going through your story bank, and then beginning to pull those stories out one by one, and then spending time actually fleshing those stories out. And these stories can be used for just a myriad of purposes. You know, in today's age, a lot of us are creating content for social media. We're writing posts. We're trying to communicate with an audience. We're trying to stay connected to people. And so storytelling is certainly of, you know, viable there, and I talk a lot about that, you know, sharing our stories for social media. It might be if you have an email list, a, a communication that you are sharing on a regular basis with people that you have on an email list or inside your organization or inside your company, whatever it may be, you may need to develop content and storytelling based content to share with those people. It could also be you need to write a speech. You've got something coming up, something that you've got to give a talk for or you're leading a workshop or something, you know, like a business presentation or you have to develop a presentation. You're going to need stories to weave into those presentations to make those those teaching moments, those those presentations, those workshops, that speech, really effective, right? So you may need to go back to the story bank to find a story that's going to be relevant to the message that you want to share in that, in that teaching moment. Um, and so you want to have a story bank to pull from because there's so many different ways that we can be using these stories. And then there's going to be different occasions that pop up in our life and in our business where we need them. So having that story bank is going to be really, really helpful. But here's the other thing. Even if, even if you don't need it for content, you don't need to write emails, you don't need to build a presentation, you don't need it for work, you don't need it for any of those things, if nothing else, this is a really great way for you to just practice becoming a better storyteller. Because storytelling, and especially crafting your skills around storytelling is going to take some practice. So starting by building your own story bank and then developing a regular practice of practicing writing those stories or practicing telling those stories, whatever it may be for you. Some of you want to do more writing skills, while some of you may be interested in more developing your verbal skills. Either way, this story bank is going to come in really incredibly helpful to you when you want to sit down and practice that storytelling. So, you know, a daily writing habit is a really great idea. This is something that I've been talking a lot about, um, particularly on my social media, because as of late, I have been really intentionally returning to my daily writing habit. Um, You know, over the last six months or so, I would say my daily writing habit has taken a hit or had taken a hit. And I had gotten out of my practice, out of kind of my normal routine. And when the beginning of this year came around, it was one of the recommitments I made to myself was to spend some time writing again, spending some time in my journal, spending some time in my daily writing habit. And so my daily writing habit is, you know, a few minutes in the morning and or a few minutes at night writing in my journal. And a lot of times I want to practice pulling out a story so that maybe I can flesh out a story idea that I'm later going to use maybe on my social media or I'll maybe use it for a podcast episode or something along those lines, but I first need to flesh it out and practice it, right? And so I use my daily writing habit as a time to practice my own storytelling skills. And I may, I may spend, you know, that story may live in my journal and and inside that daily writing habit for quite a bit of time before I'm really ready to put that story out there. So, one thing I would encourage you to do is, like I said, if if you just want to start, the the basics is maybe spend 10 minutes a day. If you don't want to do it every week or every day, then maybe it's three times a week or at least once a week where you can carve out 10 minutes of your day. Maybe it's a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning while you're enjoying your coffee and you have a little bit of quiet time where you can pull out your story bank pull up one of those stories that you've saved, one of those little nuggets, those little memory joggers, that's going to allow you to then um, pull that out of your story bank and bring it into your daily or weekly writing habit. And you can spend some time just practicing putting that story together. So back to the very beginning of really raising your awareness and deciding and being intentional about even creating a story bank, the number one thing I want you to hear is not to feel like you have to do all of that in one sitting. I gave you three steps, right? We're going to, number one, just begin to raise your awareness to create the opportunity for you to notice the story you don't have to you don't have to write the story in that moment. You just have to walk throughout your day being a little bit more aware and being intentional and set out saying I want to find some stories today and I'm going to challenge myself to document maybe 3 things or 1 thing or 5 things, whatever it may be. And then have a system in place where you can then document it. And when you're documenting it, you might be just snapping that photo. You might be writing down two or three words or a sentence that's going to allow you to remember it when you actually pull that story out of your story bank later in step two. Okay? So none of this has to be done in one sitting. This is something that you're going to develop over time. And over time you're going to get so much better at the practice. I mean, now I go throughout my day constantly documenting things. Like this is such a regular practice for me that it's just, it's normal. Like it's not even something that I, it's almost become instinctual. You know, like I'll just see something and I won't even really know what the story is yet, but I'll, I'll see something visual and I'll be like, that's cool, or that's interesting, or wow, that's jumping out at me. And I want to I want to remember this. And I'll pull out my phone and snap a photo, right? Or I'll again be going throughout my day and maybe notice an exchange between two strangers at the grocery store. And what I what I witnessed was a moment of kindness or compassion. And I don't want to forget that moment because I know that there's a story of kindness and compassion to share. In that moment. And so I'll just pull out the notes on my phone and I'll say, I'll explain quickly just what that exchange looked like when those two people in the grocery store had that moment of kindness. Maybe it was somebody letting someone else cut in line, you know, go before them or climb up on a shelf to reach something they couldn't reach. It could be something so small like that, that I can then later turn into a, a story. I'll give you a real concrete example of how we are using this actually this week um, in our content creation. I had on my phone, going back through my photos when I was sitting down one day to kind of spend some time going through my story bank, I, I found a photo as actually was a screenshot that I had taken of a text exchange between me and my neighbor. And my neighbor, um, I don't even really remember what what the situation was, but something, I was busy and I was, I couldn't get to where my kids were, like I needed help that day, picking my kids up from school or something along those lines. And maybe I was at a meeting and I was running late or I was going to have a late evening and I couldn't get home in time. I really don't even remember the context other than my neighbor was helping me out. I remember that much. She was picking up my kids. And she sent me a text and she said something along the lines that I I got the youngins, you know, that's how she talks. I got the youngins. They're all good. Um, You know, we'll be home when you're, when you get back. And I've already put a vegetable lasagna in your oven. So when you get home, dinner is made. Now, I was so, you know, overcome with gratitude for my neighbor because all I had asked her to do was pick up my kids, right? But she had gone the extra mile because she knew that I was going to be getting home late. That this whatever I was at was going to run over by the time I got home. Dinner, of course, would not be cooked because I hadn't been home. So then I was going to have to scramble to feed everybody. And so she had a vegetable lasagna in her freezer. She went over to my house, popped it in my oven, and it was already on its way to being a home-cooked meal that I didn't have to cook. And so I captured that moment by screenshotting that text exchange, and then I later filed that away into my story bank, and just this week, we pulled that out of the story bank, and we, um, I've written a piece of content that's going to go out on my social media, and we're going to share that story. You know, we're going to talk about how we can just simply go above and beyond and what that can do for people. But what that can do for our for our neighbors, for our friends, for our family members, for our colleagues, right? Like that's such a powerful thing to just think how you might be able to serve someone else in kindness and how grateful I was in that moment and how loved I felt in that moment by that simple act of kindness by my neighbor. Not only did she pick up my kids, but she put a lasagna in my oven for dinner. I mean, it was the best thing ever. And I might have, I might have forgotten that she, she did that, you know, like those kind of moments do, they come and they go because our lives are busy, but I didn't want to forget it. I didn't want to forget that act of kindness. And so I simply screenshotted the text exchange and then I saved it into my story bank on my Trello board. And then when we were going through looking for stories, we found it, right? Right. So that's a real practical way in which I have been able to pull up a story from the past and pull it out and develop it and actually use it for a piece of content on, um, in this case, on my social media. So creating a story bank doesn't have to be hard. It's something that will serve you in a bajillion different ways. Quite honestly, if nothing else, it warmed my heart to pull that up and remember that moment. I don't even remember what it was I was doing that day. I don't even really remember eating that vegetable lasagna, to be honest with you. But I remember her doing that for me and just even recalling that story you know, gave me the feel-goods all over again. And that's what storytelling does for us. It it grounds us back into the truth of who we are. And it reminds us of how good people are in this world. And sometimes we need to be reminded of that. Don't we? We need to be reminded of that. So storytelling can serve you on so many levels. And so my invitation to you today is to just begin to document your stories, begin building your story bank. Don't worry about it if you're not a great writer. Don't worry about it if you're not a great storyteller or you know, a great orator or speaker. Just start, just start by practicing. Get it into your daily habit or weekly habit. Start playing with this concept of, of, of a story bank. Raise your awareness. And begin to document these things, and I promise you, so many good things are going to come out of it. Building a story bank is fundamental to uh, to cre- you know creating stories, and it's fundamental to really allowing storytelling to work for you and to be a benefit for you. So I have a simple exercise that I want to just give you today and encourage you to try. So that you can take an action item from this episode and actually complete it. And that is set a timer. Right now, I'm going to I'm gonna end this podcast. And I encourage you, because you've already set aside some time to listen to this episode. So set a timer when we're done here. Set a timer for 10 minutes. And then pull out your phone and go back through your photos. And try to find, I don't know, 5 or 10 photos that... Are they remind you of something important or they remind you of something powerful or they remind you of an experience or a memory that you don't want to lose, and you would like to practice telling the story around that thing, whatever it is. Go find five to 10 photos on your camera wall. They're already there. They're hanging out. You don't have to go find something right now to take a picture of. It's something you've already documented on your camera wall on your phone and pull out five to 10 photos and then save them, pull them and save them somewhere into a file, put them in to email them to yourself, or if you already have Trello or some sort of project management system like that, send those files over to those apps, but begin to save those pictures and begin building your story bank with that, with those five photos or 10 photos over the next 10 minutes, You can begin right now by building a story bank just by going and finding those photos in your phone. Okay, so that's exercise number one. Exercise number two is after you've done that, you now officially have a story bank started, right? So assignment number two is tomorrow when you wake up. I want you to set an intention to find something unique and extraordinary or special that happens throughout your day and you're going to be on the lookout for it. And so you're going to raise your awareness. You're going to be intentional about documenting and looking and being aware for those things. And you're going to have, you're going to be ready with either a little notebook in your purse or you're going to have your note notes pulled up on your phone. And when that happens, when you see something that jumps out at you or a beautiful conversation that you have with a friend or an exchange, or just a feeling that you're having, you're going to, you're going to be looking for something special to document something special or unique or heartwarming or just important, whatever it is that you may be able to later develop as a story. You're going to document it. And then at the end of the day, you're going to add it to the place where you added the five photos from our conversation today, from your 10-minute exercise. You're gonna add it to the story bank. And then you're gonna wake up the next day and do that again and again and again, okay? But we're gonna start with those two exercises to get you started on your story bank. When you have started your story bank with your five photos, I want you to somehow take a screenshot of it or somehow capture it and then send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Lightbeamers on Instagram or Facebook. You can send it to me on Facebook or Instagram. Or you can email me, April at Lightbeamers. going I give you three places to send it to me to make it easy. I want you, if you send me an email, make the headline StoryBank. Okay, so I know what I'm looking. When I see StoryBank, I'm going to know. <laughs> this is someone that's sending me their StoryBank. If you do that, I'm going to send you a prize. I'm going to send you something special. Okay. And I'm really good at sending prizes. I love to reward uh, people for taking action on some of the things that I teach. So send me your story bank. Prove to me that you've started a story bank. I want to see it. I want to see a documentation of it. I want to hold you accountable. And I cannot wait to now follow you and see some of the stories that you create. Okay. So that is creating your own story bank. I know you're going to have so much fun with this. I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite things. Um, And it's one of my favorite things to teach. And it's one of my favorite things to utilize. I utilize mine all the time. So I hope you've enjoyed this little storytelling nugget. This is a real practical way that you can infuse storytelling into your world. And it's going to be a beautiful experience. So send me your story bank. I can't wait to see what you create. Thank you so much for being here. And once again... As always, thank you for being here, and if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a review, send me a message, let me know what your thoughts are. I'm always open to hearing from you. Our dear listeners, I could not do this podcast without you, so again, I'm just so grateful that you're here, and I'll talk to you again next week.